0: Hi, my name is Dawn Smith Theodore. I'm a marriage and family therapist who specializes in the treatment of eating disorders. I'm a former professional dancer, also a former dance studio owner in Los Angeles. I am recovered from anorexia, and I'm also the author of a book called Too Thin A Guide to Dancing Without an Eating Disorder. The Tutu Thin podcast will explore the complex relationship between dancers and athletes, their body image, and the prevention of eating disorders. As always, you can reach me through my website at dawntheodore.com. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Thank you for listening to the Tutu Thin podcast. My name is Dawn Smith Theodore, and today we're going to talk about language, the impacts of language on the dancer and the athlete, the definition of language, the system of words or signs that people use to express thoughts and feelings to each other, any one of the systems of human language that are used and understood by a particular group of people. Martha Graham once said, dance is the hidden language of the soul. I like to talk about dance being a conversation between the body and the soul. Most dancers can execute the moves, but it's the expression of the emotions through the body that's so important. Most dancers can execute the technique, but it is the humanness that is what the audience connects to, and that's what they watch a dancer on stage performing. Being a dancer is something very special, and you need to be able to feel that passion. The critical mind of a dancer can work over time, and can inhibit dancers from being able to perform at their best, whether it's at an audition, a class, or a performance. It can be the torment of the dancer's mind. Dancers and athletes need constructive criticism to improve technique and performance and And be the best dancer or athlete that they can be. It's unfortunately the way that the dancer or athlete interprets the language where it becomes problematic. For example, if the teacher says, find your center, lift up through the imaginary line running through your body, and pull your tummy and tighten your bottom. The student hears, look at your body compared to everyone else's. Your bottom is too big and heavy, and the teacher was definitely talking to you. Or if the teacher says, you need to take more classes before you can go on point, the student hears, I'm too fat to be on point. Or if the teacher says, three dancers in the front row and four in the back row, the thought can be the following, I am not good enough to be in the front row. And if the teacher says, be sure to spot when you turn, what the student hears is, I'm not good and that is why I always fall out of my turns. Those are examples of of how a student who has a critical thought process will process the criticism or the constructive criticism given to them by a teacher or a choreographer. So the language that you use and the way you interpret the language is really important. A common theme among dancers, whether they have an eating disorder or not, is body image issues and their ability as a dancer was not enough, and so therefore they feel they must have a perfect body. So language does matter when it comes to talking about body image because all bodies are good. We don't want to talk about there's a good body or a bad body. You also want to be a healthy role model with both food and body image for others, as well as yourself, and not shaming yourself Or believing that there's a certain weight that you need to be at or teasing others for their weight. There also needs to be body image flexibility. So understanding that you can experience body dissatisfaction, but still not engage in value driven behaviors. So in other words, you know, you, you might. Look in the mirror one day and say, oh, I really like my body. And the next day you look in the mirror and say, oh, I'm not liking my body so much. And then you have to ask yourself, what else is going on in your life? That it's not just about your body image, but it's also about the language you use with yourself and recognizing that your body is a very special instrument. We are a very number-oriented society, so I would suggest not focusing on numbers, whether it's the SAT score or it's the weight on the scale, the number of calories that you're consuming. There's always a focus on the number, and if we can get away from that, I think it's really helpful to focus on other things. Remember, it's the language that we use with ourself and others that's going to determine how we see things in the world with our body and with ourself, so energy follows thought. Don't use languages such as fat, overweight, obese. don't label foods as good and bad. remember that there are no bad foods, and learn to listen to your body. Also think about the language you use with other people when you see someone for the first time, you know don't say, "Oh, you look great, did you lose some weight?" Or, you know, you look so pretty today, but maybe focus on who they are as a human and how happy you are to connect with them and have a relationship with them versus what they look like. So focusing on the connection with the person, who they are as a human, is going to help you remember to focus on yourself as a human and not just focus on the exterior. Create positive language within yourself. Focus on your own strengths. Listen to constructive feedback, and take it in and use that to improve your technique. Develop a trusting relationship not only with yourself, but also with your teacher or choreographer or coach. And also remember to use your voice when needed. Learn to speak up for yourself. Learn that your voice matters and be your own best advocate. It is important to surround yourself with friends and family who understand the life of a dancer and can actually speak the language. They understand what you need and how to give it to you. Being a dancer is its own identity. So have a healthy relationship with yourself and really work towards building the language that you use internally and also how people talk to you. For example, if someone says something to you that's problematic, be sure that you say something. Again, be your own best advocate. Stand up for yourself. Use I-statements. An example of an I statement may be, I'm struggling with this combination. Could you go over it for me, please? Or I'm wondering if there is a reason why I was placed in the back row. Is there something I can do to improve upon that? It's also the way you say it. So using I statements will not put the other person on the defense, but also allows you to communicate your own feelings. I'm feeling. So it's an important way to learn to communicate both within the dance world and in all other relationships. Just remember, language that we use is so important, both with ourselves and with others. So think before you speak and really think about using positive language and being the best role model that you can be both for yourself and for others. Thank you again for listening to Too Too thin I'm Dawn Smith Theodore. You can always reach me through my website at dawntheodore.com. Thank you again. Have a wonderful day.